So, I mean, diversity as in general and in my life has been very beneficial because, again, just trying different things, you know, that's diversity there. Having different friends or different friend groups that kind of just, you know, encourage me to do different things, right? This is a conversation between friends. None of what is said here should be taken as legal advice. We are not experts in any way. Take what resonates and leave the rest. Welcome back, everybody. This is Shots of Info, episode 84. We are back at it. Uh, today's topic is uh, the importance of diversity. So we're just going to take a look on diversity overall in all different aspects, not just one sector, and see how it has affected in our lives or how we have used it to our advantage to like grow, in, you know, kind of have different perspectives of the world as well. So... Hit it. What do you think about diversity? Good, bad. Sweet. Yeah. So the topic came up because I was just, uh, I was listening to a podcast and the topic of diversity came up in the form of uh, just like human evolution, right? Mm-hmm. Or just evolution in general, not even human evolution. And, you know, one of the key components for the evolution of or of a species is diversity. Um being able to adapt to different situations and kind of having genetic diversity to an extent that you don't even know if it's going to be beneficial long-term. So one of the examples that was presented in the podcast was the extinction of the dinosaurs, right? So for a long time, it was genetically beneficial to be a dinosaur because, you know, that's what ruled the planet. But at the end of the day, the thing that survived the longest was actually the cockroach. And that genetic diversity is kind of like, you know, the bread and butter of our existence today. You know, us as humans, we're not necessarily the strongest of the species of, uh, what's it called? You know what the species of uh, apes are called? Or, shit, what is it called? What do you mean? Homo sapiens, there we go, homo sapiens. So we're, we're not necessarily like, you know, the strongest or like the absolute smartest of the homo series, series, essentially. I took a whole uh, anthropology class and now I can't remember shit. So (laughs) there's that. There's that for your education. But in any case, you know, in terms of being that type of species, we're not necessarily the best at anything, but the thing that gave us the most amount of benefit was the fact that we're able to be very diverse and we're able to easily adapt to situations. And that is what has led us to become the most dominant species on this planet, right? At, we're at a point now where we can literally modify our genome. We can genetically change the structures of our body or you know, the future generations such that there will likely not be any diseases anymore. Or you know, we're creating artificial intelligence, which may or may not wipe out humanity. We'll see. But again, this goes back to the topic of diversity. That is what has led us to this point today. So what do you got? What do you think? Well, definitely diversity has played historically a huge role in like the way that people kind of rule the world or how we have evolved. Like I read this book on high school by Amy Chua, The Rise of an Empire. A diversity was definitely a huge player for every single empire or hyper power that have existed, starting from the, you know, like 
the biggest one, like the Roman Empire or like the Persian Empire or the Mongolian, those empires that pretty much controlled the world back then. And the reason of their success and the reason of their failure as well was because of diversity in a way. So um, the reason why they could, they were able to grow like so, so much, it was because they were tolerant to the diversity that existed in the region, on the region that they conquered. So they were not forceful on like, hey, you got to follow our religion, you got to follow our cultures or traditions. But they were able to kind of be flexible and tolerant to the diversity that existed in in their in their ground. And even looking at the United States, you can take a look like initially it was a place of immigrants. And the reason why it was successful, it was one of the reasons was because of that. And as we have seen previously, more and more uh, kind of segregation and racial segregations, and we see, uh, or Amy Chua mentioned in the book that, uh, you know, the end of the United States Kingdom or like the reign of uh, being a superpower, hyperpower, it was getting over. And similar case happened to other empires as well, where they became less and less tolerant to the diversity and they start pushing culture. For example, the Roman Empire, they start, you know, forcing people to be Catholics, which, you know, push people away and eventually people are going to get discontent about those rules. So definitely it kind of led to the decline of their empire. So I think historically, yes, we need diversity in order to like surpass because just thinking about to, um, you know, uh, on how things work, we need those creative, creative mindsets. We need those diversity. And even now looking at certain companies, uh, the reason that they like uh, hiring diverse type of people, diverse type of talent is because of the ideas that they bring to the company, because of, you know, everybody is going to think differently. Everybody has walked different paths of life and that is going to have a huge impact on the success of anything, honestly. And, but yes, so in my opinion, diversity has always been a huge kind of um, player for anything, for anything success, for the success of anything, honestly. But let's yeah, continue. No, no, for sure. Uh, where do you want to go from there? Because uh, the next point that I wanted to jump to was maybe finance. Yes, I was actually thinking of that too. So we are advocates to push into for a diverse portfolio. And we have like talk about, you know, the importance of diversity as well as the risk. I will not risk, but at the same time, there are, there is a dark side in the sense that having it too diverse can affect the gains. Like it's going to always uptrend uh it's, got, it's always going to have an uptrend but maybe the uptrend could be uh is lower than if you were to have a less diverse portfolio right so but still we are advocates to have a diverse portfolio like i personally invest on different sectors of the markets as well as different you know a new emerging technologies as well in, at companies that i know in the future uh, will have some sort of impact and grow as much as other companies had in the past. So what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, man. Again, like exactly how you put it, right? So there's such a thing as, you know, being overly diverse and there's such a thing as being underly diverse. Uh, um, where you have too many things in one or two uh, sectors or one or two baskets. And if those things fall through, boom, there goes everything. Um, and again, that's taking it from the perspective of investing in stocks. But we can also diversify in finance in terms of different income streams, right? 
Um, you never want to be relying on one form of income simply because you never know when you might lose it. So the more things you have playing to your advantage, the better off you're going to be. But again, too much of a good thing can also be bad because at the end of the day, what's up? Can you do me a favor? Finance. <laughs> right. So again, diversifying in terms of different income streams because you never know when you might lose it. So do you have any ideas how to go about doing that? Absolutely. Yes. So there's different things that where you can start investing your money on early days. Now, I think the best investment that you can do, it will always be something that can automate itself in the long run, because ultimately it's, there's only one of you, right? So you don't want to be part of have multiple streams of income that require a lot of your time, because then it just becomes, you know, a little bit over uh, stressful and you're not going to enjoy the fruits of the hard work that you have put through. So some of the best investments, in my opinion, it will always be houses, houses, land. So just investing, uh, you know, buying uh, pieces of land and then reselling them. They don't take too much time. It's not too, too uh, like, what do you call it, stressful. Houses, you can uh, get some rental properties and eventually just hire somebody who can manage the, the houses for you. And, but same thing, you gotta be a little bit careful about, you know, tr trusting people and, and the money that you flows throughout that. Uh, of course, the stocks is a really good one, uh, but in the long term, that way you will not, like automating your investment in the stock market or certain ETFs that uh, historically have shown growth overall. And that way, you know, uh, from your paycheck, if you're still working from paycheck, it goes automatically a certain percentage of it and invested for you. Barely, um, you know, you the work that you got to do is probably once a month to just double check diversification, uh, maybe increase the position and stuff like that. But other than that, not much work involved on that. Uh, rental properties, once again, uh, at the beginning can be a little bit tough when you are kind of um, rebuilding or like, you know, uh, getting it ready for rentals but once you get some uh what do you call it ten tenants it becomes automatic becomes pretty pretty easy uh later the other investment that i look into is uh land so on other countries maybe your home country just buy pieces of land where you see up um you know uptrend or kind of potential for growth and eventually you just hold it and the only headache that you gotta go through is I, at the beginning, once again, is you know getting the signing the papers, but once you do that, it, five ten years is gonna like double, even not triple the money that you have put previously, and even you can put a little, uh, you know, build it, make the land work, rent it. Uh, there's so many options that you can do with a piece of land. A land is never going to be a bad investment, uh, regardless of how much you pay for it. Um, another way that you can do it. I recently made an investment in a car, but the thing is that with that car, I wanna uh, kind of like rent it out to people like comes to visit. It's same thing. It might be a little bit work, but we will see how that goes. Uh, another, yeah, I think those are my top top uh, kind of investment that I'm looking at. Something that doesn't require me to be on or spending too much time on it because at the end of the day, I still wanna raise capital through my nine to five job for now and you know move on 
we want to keep investing. Right. So let me let me jump in on the other other side, right? So you got the passive stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's go more towards active things, right? So a good way to help diversify your income on a more active basis is well, you know, getting a nine to five job, that's good. Uh you wanna obviously try to focus in on things that you enjoy doing or mm-hmm. maybe the, obviously the best combination is something you enjoy doing and that makes you a lot of money. Uh, but oftentimes that's you're rarely going to find that in uh, you know a common nine to five job. Most of the time, what you're going to have to do is find something that you enjoy, a passion or a hobby, and make that into a job. Make it into something where you can actually be profitable and make a lot of money from that. So, how do you go about doing that? Well, first and foremost, you need to find whatever it is that you're good at or whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Um, one good thing that you can do if you have no idea where the hell to begin is to just try different things, right? Um, like I can tell you from experience, so, you know, personal training wasn't something that I was just going, like, this is what I'm going to do uh, because this is the purpose of my life. It's just something that I just found me, right? I, I was looking for things to try, and this was just some, an opportunity that presented itself, and I tried it, and I liked it, and there's an opportunity to just scale here, right? So that's exactly what I did. I just kept scaling over time. Um, and you know, now I'm in a gym and I've diversified my income streams in such a way where I'm a personal trainer and simultaneously I like you know trading and investing in the stock market. And <laughs> awesome and in an awesome fashion is is the point that I can kind of combine these two things because you know they don't kind of intermingle. When it comes to stocks and investing, you can either be very active or very passive, like you mentioned, right? Same thing with the training, right? So if I'm active with my training, then I can be passive with my trading. Or flip it. If I'm passive with my training, then I can be more active on my trading. So that kind of just, there's a synchronous uh, relationship there that makes it really easy to always be doing some type of work and always trying to make more money. Mm-hmm. That way you can, again, go into where you were talking about, going to a more passive approach with you know investing, building businesses, which is another thing that, you can do with uh, trying to build more passive income streams, right? Renting out properties, renting out uh, assets like cars. Obviously, usually a car is a depreciating, depreciating asset, but if you can make it into an appreciating asset or something that makes you money, that's great. That's that's one of the keys to making money is just making sure that you have assets and appreciating assets over time. Right. So, yeah, I think that, that about covers it. Um, let's not take up too much more time because apparently my client just got here and I don't want to be waiting for too long because it's a little late here. (laughs) All right. So another aspect that diversity can have a huge impact is on your personal life. So how do you think that has affected on your life? Maybe from like your friend groups or maybe from like the classes that you took or anything that was diverse that affected tremendously in your life. Right. So, I mean, diversity as in general and in my life has been very beneficial because, again, just trying different things, you know, that's diversity there. Having different friends or different friend groups that kind of just, you know, encouraged me to do different things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, our friendship here was something built on just us wanting to become better, right? And we found that commonality across the board. And then you have other friend groups that are more, you know, let's say you play video games together or something like that. And that's, you know, that's a very relaxing thing to do. That's that's a way to unwind, right? That's a diverse 
aspect to just having friends. So I feel like diversity has definitely played a key role in just me developing as a person because it's been part of my life through its entirety. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Well, on my aspect, I think uh, growing up, I didn't have that much of diversity because here in Cuenca, it's not as diverse as you would think about. But uh, once I moved to the New York City, I truly got exposed to like uh, diversity, like different type of people. And that truly kind of opened my mind uh, to a different level. Like my first friend group over there, it was like a mix of Asians, Latinos and Blacks. And it was pretty cool because most of them didn't speak English. And that actually forced me to learn English quicker, quicker and pronounce myself a little bit better because, you know, I wanted to know what to talk about. I wanted to be uh, heard as well. And I needed to connect in the in, with the language. So that was really, I'm grateful for that. Uh, later on, of course, New York City is one of the most diverse uh, places that you can live in. And that's why I love it over there. But it definitely exposed me to certain things that I feel it, they live in such a diversity that they forget that there's a world out there. So that kind of pushes me to travel a lot. And uh, that's why I love traveling, honestly, because I like to see what's out there. I like to uh, kind of meet diverse people, see how their lifestyles, uh, what is out there, how they think, how they live, uh, what do they do and stuff like that. And that pretty much just, I think, opens my mind to a different level and just helped me grow as well as a person. Being exposed to such a diversity definitely helps me to be, to be you know, uh, kind of empath- em- more empathetic to others. And yeah, I think overall, it definitely has a huge impact in our lives. And that's something that we should definitely like, you know, like always we mentioned, it's transferable. Like anything that you have in your life is transferable. A skill or diversity or anything, it gets transferred from different sectors of your life. So whether it's finance, whether it's uh, personal growth, or whether it's and even fitness, like you need to have a diverse uh, kind of kind of workout or diverse, you know, like something that you talk about in that previous episode, like the diet, uh, the exercise, the cardio and the sleep, like that's something that you need in order to kind of reach your goal, your, your fitness goal. So, you know, it's transferable in every single aspect. So that's why it's very important in my opinion. Oh yeah. That's I, think can... I think that's about covers it, man. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up with that. Well, shorter we'll... episode. <laughs> one for the book so that was a good one sure but it was a really good one and without that without further to do I will see you when I see you peace out what the f*** is we doing